there listeners welcome to episode 224 of never on the back foot podcast with the icc cricket world cup 2023 also being scheduled around the same time the board of control for cricket in india decided to send a second string squad for the tournament this will be the third time in the history of indian cricket that two international teams will participate in two different tournaments simultaneously now team india will be directly playing in the quarter finals of the tournament as full member nations are directly qualified for the knockout round and their matches commence on 3rd october along with india other full member nations like bangladesh pakistan and sri lanka will all field a second string men's squad as they all will be taking part in the icc odi world cup 2023 they will start their campaign after the group round is done and dusted india will be led by a young skipper prithviraj gaikwad this will be his first ever assignment as indian captain in a big event in this episode we provide you with a comprehensive overview of india's squad our takeaways observations and analysis and give you a glimpse of what to expect from this team on the podcast today we have shorodeep dey a 21 year old cricket fan He's been swinging bats and dreaming sixes since he was knee high. Shorodeep even dropped the field as a Bengal player in the under 18 league until injuries sent him on an unexpected timeout. He's been cheering for the Indian cricket legends like Saurav Ganguly and MS Dhoni since forever. Without further ado, let's get started. Shorodeep, welcome to Never on the Backfoot podcast. Seems like after all the audio glitches we faced initially, the conversation is finally happening. So, how are you feeling? <laughs> I am feeling. I've heard your previous podcast, so I'm feeling really excited to join this one. And what we are going to discuss today is something very interesting. So, yeah, I'm excited. Absolutely. I mean, now we have our senior men's team, ah, uh, who will be participating in the World Cup at the same time the Asian Games will be happening. So we have a second string uh, side, you know, that's being sent to participate here. So what did you make of uh, this move of BCCI, you know, to send a team to participate in the Asian Games and that too with a second string side? Yeah. So as per my knowledge, this is the first time that cricket is being played in Asian Games. So and also parallelly, there's World Cup. So it's logical to send a team A or kind of a second team to another tournament when there's a World ODI World Cup here, and also like there are a lot of players in India, you know, the first class players and the players who play in the IPL. So in the mainstream, you see there's a lot of crowd, and not everyone gets the playing fifteen in the squad at the ICC tournaments or you know the bilateral series. So it's It's a good move, I would say, to you know, also give chance to other players who may or may not get chance in the main eleven for other tournaments. So I think it's a nice move, and it also shows that India has the capability of playing two different tournaments with two different squads at the same time. So, yeah. Fair enough, because uh, the team that has been assembled here is, uh, you know, coming off of some good achievements in like domestic circuit and in the IPL as well. And another observation is how you know nearly every single cricketer who has been like selected in the squad has been rewarded for at least like one outstanding IPL season uh, since twenty twenty, mm-hmm. right? So, what did you make yeah. of uh, IPL playing a crucial role in the selection of most of these players? 
Yeah, I would say that IPL actually plays a very crucial role because it is a tournament which you know gets a lot of attention and you know national as well as international levels. So that plays a crucial role. But also, I would like to talk about domestic cricket. You see, Sayyid Musawali Trophy, the you know all these tournaments which happen in the domestic circuit and players like Rituraj Gaekwad and uh, Yes Ashwi. So they also Yes is now a very high top level player, but still their domestic uh, career has been really good. You can see that it's not just the IPL performance that they have. But also their performance in Ranji Trophy, in Sayyid Mustafali Trophy, as I said, the Lip Trophy. So these are the tournaments where these people, the players who don't get the chance or were about to get the chance, not yet, not reached there yet. So yeah, these players get a chance in these tournaments, in the domestic tournaments, to show their you know kind of uh, skill set that they have, and that becomes a marker, a very important marker or a parameter for them to be chosen in. Tournaments like Asian Games, or this is a new tournament where cricket has been played, but also other tournaments or other bilateral series where the you know the team A of both the teams play. So this is a very important IPL also is a very important, but as well as domestic cricket because the selectors I think not just give yeah we see a lot of IPL players like last World Cup T Twenty World Cup we saw. Last to last, I think we saw this player, the spinner Varun Chakrabarti. So, apart from his domestic career, he had a very good IPL season. So, he got directly picked in the main squad. But again, there are other players. I think selectors also give equal importance to their domestic career and their performance in the domestic circuit. So, yeah. Enough. I mean, for players on the fringes, this is a perfect opportunity and uh, launching pad to you know make their uh, presence felt and eventually uh, capital themselves into the main team as well. Now, the initial team for the yeah. Asian Games was announced in July, but I didn't do an episode back then because I knew there'd be like some changes here and there. And guess what? The latest list uh, does have one change. So now Shivam Mavi, who was uh, then that initial team, has been uh, replaced by Akash Deep. So uh, do you yeah. think it's a big miss that Shivam Mavi won't be featuring? And do we see a stronger replacement in uh, Akash Deep? See, I have seen uh, Akash Deep in... I've seen most of his matches in IPL only, and uh, looking at his domestic career as well, I think that guy has a good uh, potential and the temperament he has. Also, Shivam Mavi is someone who has been playing IPL for quite a long time now. But also, like comparing two bowlers is something really difficult. It also depends upon given day, given time, or given season. So maybe Shivam Mavi needs. I don't know. Shivam Mavi maybe. Needs a good one or two idle seasons to you know get that call up in the main team or teams like these, but yeah, I don't think uh, this is a uh, giving Ashdeep uh, Akashdeep a uh, chance is a bad option. So yeah, there are other tournaments coming up, yeah, other you know bilateral series coming up where mm-hmm. maybe Shivam Dubey may get a chance or maybe wait for another IPL season and then get a call. 
Absolutely. The doors are definitely uh, not shut on uh, Shivam Mavi because he was one player, you know, who was earmarked for uh, greatness right from his uh, younger days. Now, uh, we also yeah. have the likes of Ruturaj Gaikwad, right, who plies his trade for CSK, who will uh, captain this uh, young Indian team at the Asian Games. So what did you make of this move uh, by BCCI? And do you see Ruturaj as a potential uh, captaincy candidate going ahead as well for the main team? Uh, you look at Rituraj from Chennai, Chennai Super Kings. So that is a team where you see a lot of heroes coming up from, and you have that legend in the squad. You get to learn a lot of things, a lot of leadership skills, and you get the very closer experience to look at a man who has been captaining a side for so long and has been very successful. And even the on the time when the team has not done good how the captains has responded to that and how he has carried that team forward from that situation. So these are some learnings that, you know, Rituraj has been getting. And also, I think the way he conducts his own performance from the team's team man that he is, that is something very important because, you know, when you have a... Team, it's a team sport, obviously, but when you go, he's a so it takes a lot of additional responsibility because he is expected now that he has got into that level, he's expected to score at every match and not just score, score like big runs, centuries and all. So, that kind of a pressure, and you know, he has been a part of those matches like CSK Mumbai, CSK RCB, CSK KKR, where they're high voltage matches. So, consuming that kind of pressure and still performing in that is a big thing. And I have seen his uh, presence in the field. That has been good. His temperament. Also, I have not seen him, you know. I know it's like the Virat Kohli style of celebrating or kind of showing that passion for the game. It is required. But also, there's a sort of, there's a sense of calmness that I see in Rituraj Gekwad, which is very important when you leading like India in international level and also domestic career. So he has really nice innings there and also I think he has captained his side right back there as well. So he has the experience of captaining if I'm not wrong. Even in even in domestic cricket, I think he has captained his side right back there as well. So I think he ha- he really has an experience of you know getting the squad together and leading aside and also being a part of CSK, he has been a part of high voltage matches. So he knows how to, you know, perform in that pressure and still stay calm. And uh, this is a thing that I've, you know, myself personally has uh, observed in Ritraj Gaikwad. And I think it's a good move because also we see a lot of times that there's a team who is playing for years and years and you don't see a leadership kind of group or a leadership circle that is growing, you know, because after time, someone has to replace someone. So, it's better you start from early, preparing that those sort of people or a group maybe, in the in the given team as only, you know, get prepared for that captaincy role or that leadership role when the main leader will not be available or like it's the time that other player 
it's good to have someone like Mitraj Gaikwad in the captaincy position so that in the coming years he can captain a side for any bilateral series or maybe in upcoming maybe 2030 around any world cup or something you never know he can be a part of he can be the captain of india in the coming years now catch him young and i think that's pretty much the strategy that uh, bcci did want to implement here with you know him as the skipper with him at the helm i think rest assured you know he's leading a very good side and that's where the likes of ashdeep singh who is a crucial cog in that uh, you know wheel especially in the uh, bowling department now he was the leading mm-hmm. wicket taker for uh, punjab kings and he someone who excels with like both the new and the old ball he can swing the new ball mm-hmm. nail those yorkers in the death so how impressed have you been with his performances uh, in the recent past and were you slightly surprised that you know in spite of having this much caliber he was not included in uh, the squad uh, for the main team squad uh, which is playing against australia in the odis or even for the world cup yeah i was a little uh, i i wanted arshit singh to get a chance this time but also i would say that okay he has played good ipl seasons and has showed a very nice temperament as i will talk about in a minute but his non inclusion in the main uh, world cup squad or the australia series squad is not a big shocker for me because in though he has given a good performance in the ipl but i still think that it's only that he takes a more time to understand or maybe to play one more season and get a little experience then he can be a you know better suited for the national and coming to his inclusion in the asian games that is a great move because you talked about ashdeep singh bowling good yorkers but in the same overs when he's getting hit for those yorkers maybe a edge to the third man or to the square leg something like so even on those situations he will still bowl those yorkers so he knows his strengths and he he will play in his own strengths that is like that is really impressive because a lot of bowlers when you get hit on your strength you start to try new things though he is someone who tries new things he has that slower thing or he has a good length delivery as well but his main strength is yorkers on the death overs that is something he really believes in and i have seen that energy so that is something that presence of the energy is not just him it's not just his energy towards his game that energy you know transfers to the whole team as a unit so that is something really impressive and i really like those bowlers who try to hit the strength that they have for him it's the yorker delivery and that has been something that is giving him a lot of wickets so that's good and he being a part of asian games will make the squad really strong and that is something that the team really, really requires because a good fast bowler and also lefty fast bowler i have grown up watching zahir khan irfan pathan so and if you talk about uh, internationally i've seen wasim akram and all of them mitchell johnson and everyone so a left arm bowler a left arm pacer is the much game changer kind of a person who can be a part of any squad any game squad especially cricket as well so yeah that's something really good to have in a team
completely agree with you and uh, having someone like an arshdeep you know this can be a perfect opportunity for him to remind the selectors that hey i'm still there and you know i can get those wickets and you can definitely slot me in uh, the main squad as well this experience will rub off on that Hmm. You see every international squad. You see New Zealand, they have Trent Bolt. You see Australia, they yeah. have Mr. Star. You see any team, they have a left-handed fast bowler. You see Pakistan, they have Shaheen Afridi. Hmm. So we need to have that one left-handed fast bowler who can at least bowl to our batsmen in the net so that they prepare a Shaheen Afridi or a Trent Bolt or a Mr. Star. Yeah, and for long we have been looking at this uh, left-arm pacer who can be an absolute game changer, and we have uh, failed miserably at it. Or we've just got stopgap arrangements. And who is like, who is like fit to go for you know multiple games? Yes, and doesn't get injured or sort of that uh, for like in like very few games, so that we can have that continuity. Hmm. And that's why you know Ashdeep's uh, longevity will uh, come into question, and hopefully he can uh, prove all his detractors wrong. And now, just uh, taking the conversation forward. Now you have even uh, Rajasthan Royals' Yashasvi Jaiswal, who uh, yes. has been quite impressive in recent times, right? Scoring a century on debut in that uh, test against the West Indies. And uh, mm. in general, we have seen his uh, performances grow by leap and leaps and bounds, right? So, how happy were mm. you that you know he's also going to be featuring in this team, and definitely a time for him to make a mark. Yeah, it's a good time for him to, you know, show his real capability and what he has built up. And talking about yes, Ashwin, he has been very impressive in the last test. Mm-hmm. I think his average, if you look at that test, he only has two matches though, but his average is eight, something maybe around eighty or something. <laughs> yeah, and that is something really crazy. But still, very few matches till now. But also talking about his IPL career, he has. Good stats if you look at us. So he has a strike rate of one twenty four. I was looking to it last night. So that is something amazing to have in a like T Twenty tournament like an IPL. So uh, yes, as we Jaiswal has been someone who has shown his potential and has scored a lot of runs in the domestic careers and also for India under nineteen team. So if you look at the World Cup under nineteen twenty twenty World Cup. He has scored like around four hundred runs, and also his average is around one thirty-three. So that is something, and I will never forget that match against Pakistan, that semi-final against Pakistan that he scored, I think, a century, hmm. and that was that innings where you know he showed that he can be someone who is reliable as an opener, and also he can score against like good bowling units. So that is something you require in a opener that feel this kind of a uh, what do you call it, personality and mm-hmm. that kind of a uh, playing what do you call it style mm-hmm. playing style he has a, also he has a left hander he's a left handed batsman so that is something that adds on because you get a lefty righty combination in the very mm-hmm. start so that also disrupts the kind of mindset of the bowlers who are on the other side so yeah. Mm-hmm. That is good addition, I would say, and he has a lot of potential. 
Absolutely. And I think after Shikhar Dhawan's, uh, I'd say like premature removal from the team, uh, India's mm. for long wanted a lefty uh, batter at the top. So I think uh, Yashasri Jaisal definitely presents himself as that uh, option. And talking of another yeah. southpaw, we also have Rinku Singh, right? Who's uh, yeah. feisty knocks uh, for KKR in that IPL 2023 has uh, certainly set him apart. And even on his India debut, he really seemed uh, comfortable and someone who's arrived, right? So how happy were yes. you to see him in this uh, squad and looking forward to see him uh, make waves in the Asian Games? I'm really happy because he's someone who has been a part of KKR for like quite some time, but he never really got that opportunity to play, you know, top in the order. Also, he has shown his presence in the field. Like he used to come as, I remember he used to come as substitute fielders and he used to take few catches, run outs and everything. And that was his role. And later he got chance being the main 11. And then also he got, he used to come after Andrew Russell, that there was very few balls. Most of the matches, you just not do anything because there's so much runs that are required. And later, on the later half, I saw he coming before Andrew Russell and winning it for KKR and that to like, Hitting five sixes in an over, and also, like I think few weeks back, I was watching this UP league, this UP T Twenty league or something, which yes, is going yes. on, and then uh, he was playing, and he also scored like required. Uh, the team required thirty runs, thirty odd runs in the last over, and he easily, easily took his team hmm. from there. So yeah, that is something that he has in himself. That kind of a raw hitting that requires in T20, mostly in the final overs. That is something he has. Secondly, he is a team man. Even if you don't pick him in the squad, he will get you drinks. He will be a substitute fielder. He will give his inputs in the field. And he's a very nice fielder. So that adds on to his overall value as a player and someone you would like to have in your team so that the team spirit is high and I'm really happy for him that he got this opportunity and mm. he will just grow from here. No looking back for him. Absolutely. And all the tags he gets, you know, being Lord Rinku and our uh, saviour mm. and the finisher that India has long wanted. Uh, you know, he mm. really uh, makes all the Indian fans uh, come as well with his uh, presence. And even though this is a second string uh, side, you know, you have the likes of Rahul Tripathi, Tilak Verma and Jitesh Sharma, right? who also formed this solid uh, batting core, inspiring a lot of confidence. So what are your thoughts on uh, their inclusion and uh, big opportunity for the trio? Yeah, I'm really excited. I saw Tilak Vahamas. He was also included in the India main squad, I hmm. think, two matches. So in the last series as well. So this is something I would really, I'm, I'm hoping to watch these people like Tilak Vahamas and Jitesh Sharma. Jitesh Sharma is a wicketkeeper. Hmm. So, that also will be a concern because which, what wicketkeeper are we going with? Are we going with Prabh Simran Singh or Jitesh Sharma? Or Jitesh Sharma is just playing as a uh, player, not as a wicketkeeper. So, that is something that we have to see, like the way the main playing 11 is set. And someone like a Rahul Tripathi has been amazing. He playing, I remember playing in Pune under MS Dhoni and hmm. later playing in other teams. I have seen that that guy will has played in obviously in KKR as well lately. So that guy has been a part of the squad, whichever team he's playing and he will make sure that 
whatever role that he is designed with either he will play up in the order like number 3 or number 4 or even as a finisher like very late like number 6 or number 7 that however and whatever the team requires for him he will try to deliver that with the most that he can so that is something a quality in a player that you really look and talking about tilak verma he has been really impressive being a left hander again and also the kind of range that he has with his shots the kind of ground coverage that he can do with his batting so that is something really impressive and i think these three people rahul tripathi tilak verma and jitesh sharma being they being a part of this asian games not only you know makes the team really strong but mm-hmm. also they will get a platform to you know build their career because this is again international so the, through this they can also build their career a good start with a career with quite some runs and a good overall performance so this is a really nice opportunity for all of them these three and also the other players in the squad to you know score big runs take a lot of wickets and play with a good average yeah and also yeah, win the cup <laughs> eventually yeah yeah go for gold that is definitely go the aim and uh, now you know you also have the likes of uh, shivam dubey who has been uh, included in this uh, squad now he's had a miraculous ipl 2023 when we saw him under dhoni you know uh, playing uh, whatever role the team asked of mm-hmm. him you know getting those uh, wide wickets or you know beat mm-hmm. ensuring that csk has those strong finishes or they're able to chase down i think with his magnifying sixes i think he is one who's uh, definitely been one, like you know people will definitely look forward to seeing him in this uh, squad so what do you think of uh, shivam dubey and again a chance for him to salvage his position as the all-rounder that india will perhaps need going ahead yeah i would say that but talking about his uh, he being an all-rounder i would still say that his bowling needs a lot of requirement mm-hmm. requires a lot of improvement and uh, talking about his batting as well yes he is a very hard hitter of the cricket ball and he has scored some good runs at some crucial moments in those huge sixes that we'll never forget match winning knocks but there is still a sense of maturity which i believe lacks a little bit in his batting because he yeah, he is a person who can hit huge sixes but a lot of times when i i would say the pitch is not that good or the other side is making a bowling strategy where that other side wants you to hit huge sixes so that you make hmm. one mistake and you so at those moments you need to really calm your nerves and even if you may get a good ball to hit a six but still you see that the team doesn't require a six at that moment you just need to, you are playing with the number 9 or number 10 batsman okay hmm. so you can still leave that ball or go for a single or even for a boundary for a boundary for that matter and just go with the over so that the next over again if you just take a single in the last ball and you get the next over again then you can play that shot so that kind of a match understanding or a sense of responsibility he is a responsible batsman but there is a sense of responsibility that you have to take your team out from that situation mm. and there will be a lot of such situation in the time ahead because teams are coming up and the teams which are already there australia pakistan new zealand england so they are someone who will try to choke 
if they are taking like three four wickets in the start or in the middle over for example t20 if you are like in the 12th over four or five wickets are already gone hmm. so a team like new zealand will try to you know choke you through taking more wickets yeah. at that time if shivam dubey is standing with someone like uh, aravi bishnoi for that matter so and he has like 60 70 odd runs to make hmm. so you know that's still a very kind of a very tough situation to win from that moment from that situation but still if you try to be you know a little calm or a little more controlled in your senses at that time you can just that quality if you have in yourself you can mm-hmm. take the team forward from there and easily cross the line and by hitting those sixes keeping it till the very last if you can because for at that time saving wickets is the most important thing mm-hmm. so i think that if shivam dubey needs a lot of international exposure mm-hmm. before coming into a icc world cup sort of a tournament so that he is not he is a bat, he's a very nice batsman if you see he has that shots and also he lacks some range of shots but mm-hmm. still he can go but the kind of match sense or the understanding which you require in an international level because in the international level it's not just about you being a very good batsman or a very good bowler mm-hmm. also at times you will have to understand what the situation is and at that point of time a good sense of cricket or a understanding of the actual requirement and not going for something very risky will help you or help your team so that is something that shivam dube will get with quite some more matches and hmm. some more matches that he will get from this asian games and also from other upcoming tournaments or series that enough this experience will definitely do him a world of good and you know he'll be able to curb his enthusiasm and play with more uh, like you know focus and get those shots right you also yeah. have uh, prabhsimran singh who has been included as the other wicket keeper now he's also been super impressive uh, starred in the ipl as well and in domestic too he has been uh, making the waves so happy with uh, his inclusion yeah prabhsimran singh uh, prabhsimran singh is someone mm-hmm. Was really impressive as a batsman as well, because he's playing in Punjab and Punjab is a team that makes a lot of changes every year yeah. in the squad. So being in that kind of a fragile kind of uh, what do you call a team setup or a franchise, you being there scoring good runs and mm, scoring runs with quite some consistency is a lot is like a very big deal. So he has someone who has scored. Good runs and his uh, he also has a century, so mm-hmm. that's something in a very like, he doesn't have a lot of IPL matches, so it's a good thing. And someone like a Prabhsimran saying if he gets a good team or a good squad or a nice captain can make a huge difference in the squad and can be a uh, can be a game changer. Absolutely, and we will be looking forward to you know uh, seeing him here. Now, when you look mm-hmm. at the uh, bowling department as well, you have Avesh Khan, uh, Mukesh Kumar, mm-hmm. Akash Deep, and Ashdeep Singh, who we have spoken about earlier. Now they have been slotted in as the pacers, and they definitely beef up the department. So now this is certainly a second string uh, pace attack. Time for them to uh, make an impact and uh, salvage their positions. Yeah, yeah, I think this is a really nice bowling squad to have because. as we all know bowlers good bowling unit wins you tournaments so this is something 
that i really look when i look at the squad i look at the bowlers mostly because they are going to be someone who will either decide how much runs that you have to make mm-hmm. and also at those crunch moments when there few runs required and last few wickets that bowling if you have in your team that will make a huge difference and also for like given a situation where if in a duckwood lewis situation or any other situation where the uh, for a for example if you have to go for a tie match and you have mm-hmm. to go super for the super over at that time your bowlers will play a very huge role so this is something that i really look in a team that what kind of a bowling unit that they have and the fact that we have mukesh kumar we have ravi bishnoi in the spinner avesh khan as a pace bowler they have time and again proved themselves how capable they are and they, someone people like them who have played good ipl seasons in those intense matches they know how to you know deal with such situations and which will be very common in international level so yeah avesh khan or mukesh kumar rashdeep singh shahbaz ahmed has been amazing in rcb so i do think he should already go in the main india team the kind of capability he has given the other players as well so this is a really nice you know bowling squad or bowling unit to have in your squad absolutely and to complement this uh, bowling like the pace department you also have uh, the likes of washington sundar shahbaz ahmed and ravi bishnoi you know these are again formidable uh, spinners with some india experience in their bag and uh, making their presence felt in this uh, squad as well which certainly inspires a lot of confidence so our uh, thoughts on them and again a chance to uh, make a mark yeah someone like ravi bishnoi a leg spinner in asian games will play a very important role because that brings a lot of variety and that brings a lot of range in your bowling mm. because you see a washington sundar he can bat he all rounder he can bat and he can bowl as well he has a good line and length but someone like a ravi bishnoi whose batting is not that strong but the kind of bowling which he brings in his cap that is something that we all will be looking for and i understand that in this given situation in the given time that we are all the teams want all of their 11 players to bat mm. like good be good batsman but still if you see at the very skill someone like a yuzvendra chahal he may not bat like some like all rounder but the kind of bowling which he brings with himself he can change the match the whole course of events in one or two overs and that can you know be the game changing over or the game changing spell mm. so someone like ravi bishnoi will also bring that aspect in the game and a leg spinner is something that he may go for a lot of hits but ravi bishnoi also in ipl he will still back his skills he will still back the kind of bowling that he has the kind of flight and the spin that he has in his bowling he will keep doing that even if he gets go for two or three sixes in an over but he'll come up with a wicket which i strongly believe in and someone like a shahbaz ahmed he has been a huge character in rcb because i have seen him batting for like quite some overs when the other batsman in the top order has failed he has taken a, he may or may not have helped his team to win totally but he has taken the batting from like uh 14 3 wickets someone something like from that situation to a 150 or something so he is someone and also in his uh, bengal 
domestic performance i have seen that man taking five six wickets batting for like 50 60 odd uh, overs you know ranji trophy match or something like that so that man has got strength that man has gone that has that potential and he is someone who is consistent very consistent mostly in his bengal career and also in rcb so that's why rcb plays him in most of the matches that they can because he brings a lot of uh, variety in even in his bowling and also he is a very blessed batsman so he can take the team from there and uh, washington sundar he has he has someone who has been dealing with a lot of injuries lately but i would also like to watch him because his batting in a lot of ipls i have seen has been very crucial in very important uh, kind of a situation where the team was in the playoffs or in the qualifiers so he has been someone who has consistently scored runs and taken wickets as well and is a good man in the field so yeah, this squad is a very healthy squad if you look from the top batsman to the last bowler everyone is physically very fit they all have passed i am very sure they all have passed the yo yo test with good numbers so this is a very fit and healthy team and yeah you have to have that fitness in you because a lot of times you may not get the bowling right or just not the good day for you as a batsman or as a fielder but if you are a good fit person for the game you still have your presence in the field so that is something that this squad you know shouts because everyone is fit everyone is on the top of his fitness and this is something that brings the whole team a very good culture because that's something going ahead that we will require you see at the international teams all of them are very fit and they are that also helps you you know recover from your injuries and also not get injuries in the very first place so yeah this is very important and i think that the overall bowling unit talking about the spinners as well as the fast bowlers and the all-rounders they have a, this is a really nice mix to have in your squad and i really hope that this team builds up further and you see all of these players in the main playing 11 absolutely and i'm glad you brought this point that you know right from uh, the batting till the bowling this is such an amazing uh, squad that's brimming with uh, talent and that's why uh, you know my next point of the standby list of players you know it's quite surprising how they didn't make the cut right because obviously there's like fierce competition but uh, the likes of yash thakur sai kishore venkatesh ayer deepak huda and uh, sai sudarshan these are names that uh you know regularly make it into ipl teams so it is quite surprising to see them in this uh, standby list of players classy players some of them have that india experience as well so uh, somebody did that uh, ask did you also think about this as to why they did not slot in uh, the main squad yeah i went through the squad and i thought they i thought firstly i thought they are just not there but then i mm-hmm. saw they are standby so Yeah, again, you anyway have to make a squad of fifteen or sixteen, I think. But again, keeping them in the standby, save that you have actually a crowd of players who all are talented, and you just cannot replace one with another. But you can just keep them in the standby so that if any injury occurs, these players can replace them. But again, I think Venkatesh Ayer, Deepak Hooda, these two have, who I clearly understand that they have. shown their presence in the ipl and have been phenomenal with their batting performances 
Sai Sudarshan is again someone who was in Gujarat. I remember and mm. played few some matches that and taken good wickets and also played some really important knocks. But uh, again, you have to keep someone in the squad and you have to keep someone in the standby. Yeah. So that's a part of the game, and you have to accept that. But still, you still have to. I am very sure that these players, though they are in the standby, mm-hmm. they are still playing the same. They are still focusing on their game, trying to understand why they are not in. Even more important is not just to understand, but also to work on the skills. Keep working on them, and you have to be patient. Mm-hmm. You have to be patient because this India squad, not just this squad. Even you look at the main India squad. That squad is also filled up with a lot of players, and you just can't find someone like Yuzvendra Chahal or Ravichandran yeah. Ashwin in a lot of matches. So they have, they have like two hundred matches' ka experience, hmm. uh, something like that. Even they can't find their place in the main squad. So these players are just very new, and with time, I'm really hoping that they should just go about with their performances and whatever opportunities they are getting. Hmm. The right time they will surely get their India cap. Yeah, and they will India. definitely uh, make their inroads into the uh, main Indian squad as well. And now through this episode, we have discussed uh, this amazing squad that is near perfect. But uh, somewhere hmm. it also you know puts into perspective uh, how you know Shikhar Dhawan didn't make it right. Now uh, a quick hmm. look at a stat will uh, make. This point, I think, will reiterate why I brought this up. So now, in twenty twenty two, India played uh, like the most ODIs, like twenty four, and uh, even the most T twenty Is forty of any team, right? And this is along mm. with their matches in that uh, World Test Championship. Now, in an effort to mm. manage the workload uh, management of all of these uh, cricketers, the BCCI rotated. Uh, the cricketers across the two formats that meant Shikhar Dhawan, who was one of our uh, finest, you know, ODI cricketers, uh, spent most of the, most of his time uh, chaperoning this uh, set of inexperienced cricketers and uh, matches that were not considered that important. So, how surprised were you at his uh, non-inclusion? Because there was a rumor that you know, if Shikhar Dhawan is not included in the ODI World Cup squad, he'll definitely make his way into the Asian Games squad. So, uh, were you surprised that you know he didn't make the cut here as well? And somewhere have the doors entirely shut for him? Yes, I think this is something really. I don't find any logic because you have to be very clear. Like you were with uh, Ridhiman Saha that you said that we are not considering you from further from here. Mm-hmm. If you have the same kind of a communication with Shikhar Dhawan as well, I think he deserves that much respect because if you are giving. See all these players. I know Asian Games is important. Playing against India A versus Australia A is important. But all these players who play these tournaments, the main aim is to go find a place in the main India squad. Okay, so these young players, they have that kind of a aim or the kind of a final goal to play in the main India squad. But someone like a Shikhar Dhawan, if you give him a Ireland series or something like that. to play but you are not considering him for like major icc tournaments so there's no logic that fits in because if you are not giving him that chance then what are you preparing him for he anyway will play ipl he will if he wants he can go back to his domestic but now he won't so if you are giving him match time then 
forward, which we are not including in the squad, including him in the squad, or not even considering him to be a part in the main for the main tournaments, then someone as senior as a Shikhar Dhawan should understand, should do what with this like mm. non-inclusion, with this inclusion in inferior. I wouldn't like to use that word, but kind of not that important. Still, I won't use that as well. Not as huge as a tournament like any ICD tournament. So, this is something that I really don't understand as well. What kind of uh, reasoning that the selectors have or the BCCI has for him, for someone like a Shikhar Dhawan. And that's something is sad because he, whenever him in ICC tournaments, mm-hmm. being an opener with, Shikhar, uh, with Rohit Sharma, that pair has something that has always, always made a huge, huge difference in the overall team's performance mm-hmm. and the team's, India team's performance in a lot of series, a lot of tournaments. So, a guy like Shikhar Dhawan, who has contributed to Team India's rankings, if you say, for a lot of years, many years. So, yeah, he deserves that much of, you know, understanding or that much of communication from the officials. Absolutely. And uh, I think, you know, another uh, area of concern was uh, Sanju Samson, right? And uh, all his fans have a reason to be upset. Now, just look at Sanju Samson's stats. He has such an impressive ODI average and a strike rate. And he's someone who brings in the extra option of even keeping wickets, right? Now, not being included in the World Cup squad, the squad for the uh, series versus Australia as well. And even here, somewhere, uh, it really asks the question of why? What is uh, causing this exclusion over and over again across uh, different squads? So, what more do you think he can actually do to uh, cement his place in any squad for that matter? He has really been a very unlucky chap for that matter. And I don't understand because I think he's not that very fresh, young, that you are giving him more time before including him in the squad. He's mm-hmm. already 28. So this is the, I think by now he should have played quite some India matches and quite some tournaments. But he has not. He, ha- he has played IPL a lot and domestic a lot. Mostly in IPL, he has over 150 matches hmm. with a with runs which is nearly 4,000. And also, I understand that his uh, T20 maybe average or something, ODI average may not have been that strong, but also he has started ODI just in 2021. So, he deserves more chances and see, a player has to get that assurance from the management or from the it's not the captain from the management I would say or from the selectors that he will be given the chances mm-hmm. even if you because if you have that pressure that I'll only get this match if I don't score I don't make it to the make it to the team or for the next upcoming matches so that kind of a pressure if builds no matter who you are if it builds inside you because you don't have that assurance you don't have that you know kind of a communication from the management, then that becomes a, a huge determinant of your performance because you get really nervous, you mm-hmm. get really conscious of how you're batting and you go out of your natural kind of playing for something like that because 
if i get a assurance that i will get that number of certain number of matches and it's okay if i just play in my own kind of comfort zone and mm-hmm. i can take my team ahead but someone like a sanju samson should play in the main squad and also at least get a chance in asian games so that he gets that match time if he is lacking some kind of a form or something he will get that back like a lot of players do in the main india squad if, we, if they don't score they come back play in such tournaments and bilateral series and they get back their form just like kohli did okay so he has done that and that's something that all the players should get because see someone like kohli rohit sharma or uh, ajinkya rahane chidashwar pujara for that matter they got their fair share of time in the squad even after bad performances so i think the other players like sanju samson they should also get that chance and get that time in the squad so that even if one or two matches you go here and there you still know that you your team believes in you and you will still be a part of the squad so that's something sanju samson deserves and i am very sure he's a great batsman and even he can take wicket giving for that matter yeah he is someone that it's a bad luck it's really a bad luck absolutely and he was hoping you know he can uh, still somehow make the most of the limited opportunities he gets because i think he's one cricketer who every time he walks out to the field there's just so much pressure you know so many eyes watching you and you have to have that impact performance and as people are questioning your place in the team they they want to remove you so he was hoping we get to you know see him a lot more and on the same line of thought now even umran malik right who despite having a very forgettable uh, IPL uh, has not done much in India colors so far and he's like not in the Asian game squad nor in the uh, series versus Australia as well and so are uh, Deepak Chahar and Prithvi Shaw you know not in this squad so again how did it, what did you make of uh, these exclusions and can they still somewhere uh, salvage their pride I think Umran Malik is someone who has obviously as you know he bowls around 150 or something but again you have to be consistent in your bowling as well so to get a chance in team india it's not a small thing so all these players who have gotten their chance i think they are equally or if not they are more talented and they have good performances back in the ipl or in the domestic even umran malik he has a lot of pace but again pace is not everything that you should have as a bowler as a fast bowler So that's something Umran Malik as a player should work on, and I hope he, I know he's working on it as well. And I think maybe he'll get a chance in the ODI World Cup, maybe because he brings a lot of pace with himself. So that can be very crucial, even for our own batsmen in the nets, which I earlier spoke as well. So that is something that Team India would really like to have, hmm. and maybe he's preparing for something else. We don't know, but again. i would like to see him in more series upcoming more series before the world cup and hmm. uh, even i believe that he may get a call in the world cup maybe because of his extraordinary pace 
Fair enough. And uh, as we reach the end of our uh, discussion as well, uh, do you have a prediction on uh, where India will end up? Now, if you look at the fixtures as well, India has been slotted in uh, quite conveniently directly into the uh, quarterfinals. Mm -hmm. And uh, winning a couple of matches here and there will eventually help them win. Not that it's going to be easy, but then uh, the pathway is uh, like quite uh, like certain, right? So uh, how do you look at it? I look at it as a whole Asian game, so I'm really excited to watch a team like Hong Kong or Nepal. So I would like to see mm. those other, because I know this squad is very strong and given the international exposure that they have playing the IPL and all of these. So this is something that Team India has an upper hand and also you have to still be very careful because these teams are very mighty. Someone mm. like a Nepal, you see in the last match only. In the Asia Cup as well, Nepal gave a good competition to India. Better than Bangladesh at least. So, that team can be, you have to take them very seriously. I know India takes every team very seriously, every match very seriously. Mm. But yeah, yeah, India, given the squad and the experience that the squad contains, I think India has a, a good chance to get the gold or the silver. And... Uh, the other teams, mostly Hong Kong, Nepal, I would really like to see how they, because they don't get a lot of matches apart from the, now the Asian Games and other matches which they play internally with them themselves. So, they will get a good international exposure and I really think uh, India has a good chance but also these teams, they will hit the semi-final for sure and you never know. I would like to see a very good competition in the finals and in the semi-finals. Yeah, let's see. Right, there's a lot to look forward to uh, in this uh, tournament. And uh, as we draw curtains on our discussion as well, do you have any final thoughts or a message for our listeners? Yeah, I would say that uh, Asian Games and inclusion of cricket in the Asian Games is a good move mm -hmm. because as many tournaments as you bring, players like the squad that we have in India for the Asian Games, they get a lot of chances because they won't get the same chance if there's no Asian Games if, and if there's no cricket in the Asian Games. So, this tournament gives a lot of opportunities to youngsters, not just for India, but also for other teams as well. And those other teams, players from those other teams can get a chance in IPL as well. Mm -hmm. So, this is something, and IPL again is a huge tournament and that decides a lot of things. So, these players can play nation games, get that exposure, come and play in the IPL and then again go back to their own national squad and develop the kind of standards that they have there. So, that is something that is really good to have in the international domain because mm -hmm. it's something where all the teams grow and you see good competition when even a Nepal versus India game is there or, or even a Sri Lanka and a Hong Kong game is there, for example. So, you really, as a person who loves cricket, you really want to you know, see some matches where not the teams like Australia or New Zealand is playing, but you still mm -hmm. see good competition. So, this is something that Asian games or tournaments like these are something that, you know, brings the overall quality of the game, mm -hmm. increases the standard of the game, and which is really good for the sport to have it, it's good to, you know, inclusion is always better. So, this is something that 
I would like to take from this Asian Games that it mm-hmm. includes a lot of teams and also the upcoming IPL. It's a huge chance for all these teams mm-hmm. to get a place, players from these teams to get a place in good IPL franchises and make their way from here. Absolutely. A level playing field uh, where we see all the teams competing uh, like in a very healthy manner is definitely uh, beneficial for the growth of the game and uh, a very fitting conclusion as well. On that note, I'd like to thank you for joining on uh, my podcast and sharing these uh, remarkable insights. Here's hoping, uh, you know, we get to see an amazing Asian Games and we also have you back on the podcast for another chat. So until next time, stay safe and take care. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you so much listeners for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never in the back foot on Instagram and threads and at the rate never in the back one on Twitter now called X for the latest facts, updates, fresh content and the lot more that's coming up this cricket season. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Spotify for Podcasters and many other platforms. So please do spread the word. Until next time, stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.